Hey, this is the Science Line podcast. I'm Ethan Friedman, the multimedia editor here at Science Line. We'll get to our show in a second, but as always, before we do, go make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and then uh, go make your friends and family subscribe too. They'll learn things and be entertained and, and all that fun stuff. The East River in New York City, which separates Manhattan from Brooklyn and Queens, is a notoriously polluted waterway. But once, years ago, it was home to a whole lot of wildlife. And on today's show, I have a story about whether we could ever bring that East River back. New York City's East River isn't known as a sparkling clean body of water. You might remember the Seinfeld episode where Kramer takes up swimming in the East River. Essentially, the river's water is so smelly that Kramer's new hobby starts stinking up his whole life. It's a good episode, but the East River deserves to be more than the butt of a joke. I, for one, love to ride my bike along the river, and I'm not the only person who thinks the East River is misunderstood. Well, first of all, I mean, the East River is a misnomer. It's actually a tidal strait. That's Ted Steinberg a history professor at Case Western and the author of Gotham Unbound, The Ecological History of Greater New York. He says the East River, I mean, tidal strait, is really a connection between the ocean in Lower New York Harbor and Long Island Sound. And 400 years ago, swimming in these waters wouldn't have been considered such an odorous concept. 400 years ago or so, when the Dutch uh, sailed into New York Harbor, in all likelihood at least, because we don't know exactly what it looked like, but it was a very complex marine environment with bays and creeks and inlets. Steinberg told me about some of the habitats and animals you would have found in New York back then. And that place? It sounds like something from another world. Meadows, salt marsh, intertidal mudflats. Bogs where you might find blueberries, lobsters and crabs, no doubt. Sturgeon, sunfish pike, sheephead, American shad, owlwives, oysters galore, blackbirds and redstarts, woodpeckers, great horned owls, clapper rails, whales and porpoises. That version of New York, of course, no longer exists. But I wanted to know, could we ever get it back? Could the East River once again host such a beautiful array of wildlife? If that's ever going to happen, the river would need to look a lot different than it does now. One place to start might be with the water itself. Steinberg tells me that as New York grew in population in the 1800s, the city started using more and more water. The water then had to go somewhere. Well, where did it go? <laughs> well, a lot of it went into the East River and other surrounding waters around New York. Well, this was untreated sewage. Ah, yes. Nothing ruins a good tidal strait like untreated sewage. Sewage adds excess nutrients to the water, causing algae to grow like crazy. That algae can suck up all the oxygen, and without any oxygen, well, good luck, fish. Things started getting cleaner after 1972, with updates to the Clean Water Act, an investment from the New York City Department of Environmental Protection. But sewage overflow can still be a problem during heavy rain, and waterway advocates say more updates are needed to the city's wastewater treatment system. But cleaner water alone also isn't going to bring back the wildlife. These animals will need what every animal needs, a habitat. And in New York Harbor, habitat starts and ends with one specific shellfish. New York Harbor used to be 
full of oyster reefs. That's Pete Malinowski, the executive director of the Billion Oyster Project. They're a group that works with students and scientists in the city to restore oysters to the harbor. He tells me that people have dug up most of the area's original oyster beds, and that's had a dramatic impact on the ecosystem. Think of oysters, he says, like trees in a forest. So if you have a 200,000 acre forest and you chop down all the trees and remove them, what you're left with is 200,000 acres of dirt. And that's essentially what's happened in New York harbors. It's a barren landscape. That's a big reason why the Billion Oyster Project is trying to restore the oyster beds in the harbor. And yes, they're really counting to one billion. So it's about 45 million so far, so we only have 955 million to go before we get to a billion. But that's in the water. Habitats along the water's edge could be harder to restore. The obvious reason being that New York is a big industrial city without a lot of room for meadows and marshes. But Michael Morella, the director of Waterfront and Open Space Planning at the Department of City Planning, pointed out a few spots where some natural space has returned along the East River. Brooklyn Bridge Park and the wetlands that have been created as portions of those shorelines or further north at Randall's Island, um, similar project where the city has intentionally taken down some of the hardened structures that were built in the past. I wouldn't say restoring, I would say creating a new ecological niche. A new ecological niche. Maybe that's the answer to whether we could ever restore the ecosystem of the East River. Probably not. There's a big city and eight and a half million people in the way. But maybe we can create something new. Malinowski tells me that in many parts of the harbor, you can already spot a lot of wildlife if you know where to look. I mean, I've seen dolphins in New York Harbor. I've seen whales. I've seen seals. I've seen seahorses. I've seen, you know, giant schools of Manhattan, kingfishers, ibises. And it's not just wildlife you can spot along the water today. Another iconic species, humans also enjoys the parks and habitats along the East River. There's still a perception that the river is gross, but maybe if we can improve water quality, restore oysters, and rebuild habitat along the river, we might also be able to change that perception. One day, New Yorkers might be able to look at the rivers and bays around them and think about more than sewage and industry. One day, it could be common to see things like dolphins and striped bass and oysters along the harbor. Fifty years from now, when Seinfeld reruns are still on the air, maybe the younger generations won't understand the joke about the smelly, polluted East River. And that's the show. Again, this podcast is currently available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So go subscribe, share these stories with your friends, and uh, give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the show. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information about Science Line, visit us at sciencelineorg or send us an email at scienceline@gmail.com. at gmail.com. See you next time.